1: What's your weird story? Hello, Weirdsville! How is everybody doing? We are here. That is we being Mr. Barry Johnston over there. Yo! And this part of we is uh, Adam Beebe. We are your regular host here on... The What's Your Weird Story podcast, your weekly podcast on weirdness and high strangeness and weird stories, true stories that have happened to normal people. Maybe sometimes they're weird people, but, uh, you know, uh, people that uh, populate our Weirdsville town here community, Um, it's not really a town, it's a community, because you can have a community without having a town. But here we are. At the end of of twenty twenty, this year that has been so very interesting, shall we say?
0: Yeah, yeah. I think that's uh, that's putting it lightly.
1: Yeah. So before we get into uh, the theme of this episode, Barry, how was your Christmas?
0: Oh, uh, it was good. Christmas twenty twenty. It was good. It was probably yeah. it's probably the best thing about this year. Um, nice to wrap it up in a in a good positive way. We had the in laws came came down, and it was good uh, fun had by all. I mean, I, I cooked uh, some nice meals, and uh, we had good family time, and played some games, and opened some gifts, and uh, just just enjoyed each other's company. It was nice, man so that's nice yeah how about you man how are things with you i know i know you you weren't able to travel so
1: yeah i um you know it was very low-key uh this year it was just me and my cats um but uh you know i talked to the family and friends and all that and it was you know it was all right you know i mean again it was it was definitely weird and unusual but um it was, it was okay, you know. Uh, it was the first time that I've actually spent Christmas Eve and Christmas morning with my cats, because usually I'm, you know, visiting family, and yeah. I, the cats don't travel with me. They don't travel well, and, you know, they're kind of crazy cats, so they, you know, you wouldn't want to bring them into somebody else's house. Yeah. Um, but... It was kind of neat, you know, that I was able to they, you know, they they weren't really impressed or anything. They uh, they got a few gifts. I didn't really get much, but um but uh, I got a few things, you know, right. which was really cool. But yeah, so you know, it's just kind of of a relaxing day, and um,
0: good. you know,
1: nothing, nothing extraordinary, but just kind of a nice, casual, casual right. day. So
0: it's it's been it s- good. It was good. Good. It's been such a weird year in that way, you know, because you have yeah. you can't really plan anything, and yeah, we we've we've been having a, a a rough go of it because you know my kids are both in high. Well, I've got three kids. Two of them are in high school. And uh, it's tough because um, with sports and activities, you know, you plan to do one thing and then it changes abruptly. And uh, things like this with family, you know, get togethers, you know, my my sister had contacted me and um, they came down with COVID in their household. And so we were supposed to get together. And of course, weren't able to. And you know, it's it's just it's it's tough because you want to spend time with with the ones that you love at this time of year, but then you have all these other issues, and and we've got to be mindful of one another and um, and 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 not, um, you know, try to cause harm uh, as far as health goes. And so it's it's been right. tough, and so it's kind of the I hope that we're able to get over this for this next year for twenty twenty one, and and we can move on into smoother waters as it were. So, um, yeah. but yeah, so just, just trying to, to end that year and, and get on to something a bit more fun, exciting, uh, positive. Mm-hmm. And I think that we're doing that with, with the podcast that we've put together for folks.
1: Yeah. So what we're doing, um, on this episode to wrap up the year and also for on next week episode, episode next week's episode, um, besides me learning how to talk properly um, <laughs> <laughs> what we're doing is we uh, we found a a smattering of interesting and weird uh, news stories from 2020 and that we decided to share with you guys and we're gonna we'll discuss them a little bit and uh, you know we've got uh, our our uh, resident weirdo and uh, friend Bobby's gonna be popping up were part of it and uh we hoped that our special correspondent resident bigfoot expert and uh voice of the listener mr jeff hubbard was going to be able to pop up and share some stories uh with us but you know he he read us uh those stories beautiful stories last week for christmas and uh he is now, uh, you know, he's he's working hard on making law there in Oklahoma. So we didn't have the whole crew, but we got a good portion of us there. Um, but we've got all sorts of interesting. Stories from uh, uh, all over the year, and a lot of it was uh, space-based, and a lot of it was here at the end of the year because man, there's been interesting things happening. Yeah, but I can uh, we can guarantee you no stories about COVID because I think we've heard plenty about that. Yes, and um, we'll, of course we did our monolith special uh, um, a couple of weeks ago, which uh, that was going to be a small portion of this. Of this, these episodes, but <laughs> that thing just got it grew big and went viral and out of control, and so we did that special on it. So if you're looking for Monolith news, go back a couple of weeks, listen to that episode. That's right.
0: Um,
1: but for now, uh, let's buckle in. Let's um, or unbuckle if you've had a big holiday style dinner, you know, post uh, post Christmas, pre New Year's dinner here, you know, or just chill, relax. Have a good time. Gather around the campfire, or if you're driving and listening to this, pay attention to the road and uh, don't text and drive. Don't drink and drive. Um, be mindful, driver. But you know, also enjoy our our soothing masculine voices here on the What's Your Read Story podcast. That's right. Strap yourself down. Wait, maybe that's not the right. Uh, open up your ear holes. Um, <laughs> I always start stumbling right right around this part, and I always comes out sexual, weird, or weird. Yeah. Well, I you know potentially potentially, but uh, then anyway. Hey, listen up, listen down, uh, listen sideways. But here is do 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 Insert sound effect there, Barry. Here is some, it's not all of the weird news, here's some of the weird news in our 2020 Weird News Roundup, Part 1. Do we ask ourselves, what's our weird story? Here's our weird story. No, wait. 2020, what's your weird story?
0: This is from Reuters from September, and it's, uh, the title of it is, Investigators Launched Over 150 Probes into French Horse Mutilations uh, Killing Spate. Uh, investigators have opened more than 150 probes into a spate of killings and mutilations of horses across France. Agriculture minister Julianne de Normandy said on Wednesday, uh, I have fear, fears and concerns that of the disarray of the horse owners. Uh, a toll-free number has is being available for people that, I guess, the they own the horses they can freaking call if you have a mutilated horse. Um, Horses have been found with ears cut off, eyes gouged out, genitals mutilated. Police say that they have no idea why. Theories include satanic right, macabre, uh, trophy hunt, or internet challenge. Huh. Huh.
1: Um, Not a lick about the real culprit, as we know.
0: UFOs. That's right. Aliens. That's right. Yeah. That's another thing. I it's I had never even heard this story before yeah. before. See it. A hundred and fifty. Huh. Well, you yeah. know, we you know, back when we were growing up, uh, we had there was a bunch of stories about cattle mutilations mm-hmm. and how precise that they were. It mm-hmm. you know, in the in these stories, quote unquote stories that you'd hear it would always be about how, like, precise the cutting was, yeah. you know? And it was like, you know, someone with a very skilled, skilled hand would have to have done, you know, and some of them, like, skinned the animals and stuff mm-hmm. like that, and it was real wild. And so that's kind of what this reminds me a bit of, and that's, uh, that's crazy, man. Um,
1: yeah, the whole cattle mutilation things, uh, you know, that was started, I think, I want to say that was – in the 70s of whenever it first started, but 70s and 80s out west is where it was big time um, scene, you know, and again, there was a lot of it where they were saying that, you know, some kind of a satanic cult, because everything was, you know, blamed on the satanic back then. Right, right. But a lot of it was also people saying this is straight up, you know, there were UFOs, Cited in the area at the time, and yeah. they're known for these areas, you know, uh, for being, you know, UFOs and unidentified aerial phenomenon, right? As we now call them, you know, uh, you know. I, I mean, to me, if an alien species was coming to Earth and they were going to, I would think they would, you know, maybe they couldn't. I would think they would want to kidnap an alien or, you know, I mean, not right. an alien, an animal. Right. Yeah, but maybe they can't fit the whole cow, you know, so they need to take the parts. Right. Um, you know, and, right. uh, cause I mean, there's part, I remember, you know, there's always, it's like, you know, the heart was removed or the the eyes, you right. know, the, the genitals, and sometimes they've been like cored out, you right. know, like yeah, yeah. from the just, yeah from the from the butt back into them so yeah right so (laughs) that's what this story reminds me of obviously yeah you know and it is a strange thing and it could be i don't know what internet challenge it would be i don't know if there's a dark web version of tiktok yeah where people are going out and hacking up um cows or horses yeah for it, but um, I
0: hope know.
1: I also didn't just give uh, that idea to the
0: uh, bunch <laughs> of people. But. Yeah, yeah. Well, either way, it's bizarre. It's weird shit. It I, is bizarre. I'd, I'd be curious to know, like, how if they know how they were m- killed. You know what I mean? Because, like, you got to think trying to herd a horse or a you know try to try to try to get a cow, even you know uh, to kill one. Mm-hmm. You you know, it's either going to have to be a gunshot or you have to be super skilled with a rope. And I can't see how you would do that. Oftentimes at nighttime. I know that a lot of those, they would say that those cattle mutilations would happen at night. Um, mm-hmm. I don't see how you could do that. But um, certainly interesting. Certainly interesting.
1: It would take someone with skills and technology beyond that. Yes. Of what we yes. currently have. Yes, it
0: would. Yes, it Just would. saying. Just saying. <laughs> well, it, keeping on the UFO tip, I got another Reuters um, piece here uh, from June. And okay. uh, the title of it is Balloon-Like Object in Japanese Sky s- mm. Sets Twitter Afire with Talk of UFOs. Godzilla. <laughs> wow. And then it shows you um, – that's wild. It looks like – a satellite almost sort of but weirdly like uh it's not real clear it's got yeah wings. it looks like it's got a, wings
1: it, it looks like there's a balloon yeah that is linked to a kind of like a cross or an x-shaped satellite yeah but it all, looks like it's all made out of clouds
0: it's weird
1: it's very, very strange
0: weird. It says the appearance of the mysterious white object in the sky over northern Japan on Wednesday set social media ablaze with spe- speculation ranging from UFOs to carniv- uh, coronavirus sorry coronavirus and north North Korean uh, propaganda. Uh, oh, yeah. well that's that's it's wild looking man.
1: Yeah. And again, uh, they don't want to say it's a UFO.
0: Right yeah be which, UFO. yeah um it says by afternoon it was the third most trending topic on japanese twitter wow. uh, with theories including ufos and korean balloons used to drop leaflets which is kind of funny <laughs> uh cool
1: well hey i've got one another one from japan this is from november okay also from reuters um Japanese town deploys monster wolf quote unquote robots
0: to deter oh.
1: wild bears. Wow. There's a town in Japan that has basically created, um, instead of scarecrows, they have created these robot, really scary looking robot monster wolf creatures, <laughs> um, to, uh, to scare off bears, you know? Sure. Cause I guess, uh, you know, so they're not, mo- they're not mobile. They're not like, you know, like those dog robots you see often on uh, YouTube videos or whatever that are really kind of scary. They're just kind of like, more like a really scary, um, thing you would see at like a, you know, a Chuck E. Cheese or, you know, okay. uh, yeah. <laughs> uh <laughs> yeah. animatronic thing like, uh, like a, a Disney world or something like that. Sure.
0: But, uh, <clears throat> so, like, 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 a, like maybe they somebody's got a, like, somebody's got a, uh, a, uh, what, what is the, uh. What's the fetish where you dress up in the costume? Furry. Oh, the cosplay. Furry. The cosplay, yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: Uh, <laughs> furry cosplay, yeah, furry. yeah. Yeah. Could be that. It's got yeah. a lot of uh, big into that stuff. But right. uh, the town of uh, Takikawa, I uh, think I'm saying that correctly. Okay. Takikawa in the, on the northern island of Hakido uh, which I also believe I'm saying correctly, but uh, forgive me if I'm not. Uh, they installed a pair of these robots to um, after they found a couple of bears roaming in a neighbor in neighborhoods in September. Wow. Um, and the uh, city's officials have said that there have been no bears encounters no bear encounters since the huh. installment of these monster robots. Interesting. Um so like like I said, they are um, these kind of like you know animatronic things. They're they've got these like shaggy bodies and they got a, four legs. Um, they've got kind of uh, they're described as having a blonde mane with and fierce glowing red eyes, and you can see the red eyes, and you can just imagine yeah. walking up on that at night. Oh man, with glowing red eyes, <laughs> and uh, so they're activated. They're motion activated um and the eyes um the head moves okay you know like animatronic the eyes flash and it emits uh 60 different sounds ranging from a wolfish howl to machinery noise ah oh, wow so and uh yeah That's- so apparently um apparently this is uh, not exactly new but it's new for us to hear about because apparently there's been The people who make it have been sold about 70 units of the robot since 2018. Oh, wow.
0: Damn. Yeah. You know, leave it to Japan to think outside the box. You know, we wouldn't do that here. Yeah. (laughs) We would would try to at least mimic an animal that we know lives, you know? Uh,
1: Right. Right.
0: That's just, that's wild. That's, it's really cool. Uh, It is really cool. Yeah.
1: You'll have to. Go, uh, go online, and we'll maybe we'll we'll try to post a, a picture if we can. But uh, go online and take a look at those images because they are wild. Yeah, I've got
0: from the Mirror,
1: which is a very reputable uh,
0: British newspaper. <laughs> uh, reputable, uh, Loch Ness. <laughs> let's see when is this? Uh, this was an April article, Loch Ness monster watcher. Catches mysterious shape emerging from water on camera. Mm. So he he recorded the sighting in uh, on January eighteenth. So it must have been uh, just a, a couple of months delay before it really started to get out. I guess, man. But it's like,
1: well, you know, probably wanted to.
0: Yeah. Hold on. Sit on it for a while. Right. Process
1: that information.
0: I'm looking at it
1: and uh let me see if I can find that as well. Yeah.
0: There we go. It's hard to tell the pictures, well, you know. The yeah. pi- it look the pictures are being taken from a video, um, it looks like. Yeah. And it's not I'm trying to find the video. There's the video. Let me let's take a look. See here. So you see this. Uh, it's kind of this uh, this uh, this hill that overlooks the lake. Um. And you see, sort of a white cap or something emerge, and then, sort of disappear that's mm-hmm. very difficult to tell what the hell is yeah. going on so we've talked a little bit about Loch Ness before we've had a couple of episodes here and there that we've had uh, that we spoke with the uh, Lake Champlain um expert
1: yeah our buddy Scott
0: and uh so we've always sort of um, had this these types of stories in the back of our mind. You know, Loch Ness, what is it about? You know, are these things that we uh, have been, you know, passed down from generation to generation, are they real? Are they not? And, you know, there's been people out there trying to uh, debunk these things. They They have the sonars and they, you know, they drag the lakes and they try to make, you know, a case for what exactly these things are. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as I'm concerned, as, lar- as long as there's water, there's always going to be tales of monsters that we can't mm-hmm. necessarily find. We talked yeah. before, too, you know, about the, uh, you know, the Kraken, that, uh, you know, these large squid that we found that mm-hmm. nobody even mm-hmm. really, I mean, we knew they existed only because we would get a tentacle. Or something washed up a piece that we'd see washed up on the shore, but we, you know, it's like, well, we can't see them, so yeah, do they really exist? We, well, we, yeah, we
1: had, um, you know, whales would sometimes show up with these massive sucker marks
0: and yeah. scars from those yeah.
1: giant squid and, and beaks would be found inside the whale's guts because right. they would eat them, you know, but we never found a full-bodied one. Right. Until, you know, fairly recently, so.
0: Yeah, it's impressive. Yeah,
1: I'm looking at the video, too, and you'll see that there is this, um, there is this, in the lake, there is just, it's calm, and then something peaks, and it moves across, and then it goes back under.
0: Yeah, it's really weird.
1: And, uh, yeah, according to, uh, according to this article here, the guy is a, uh. Um, he's an Irish hospital clerk mm. and, uh, he is, um, he says off saw Nessie four times last year and that, uh, he would thought that, uh, I guess it'd been three months that he had seen anything uh-huh. and then it
0: popped up. So, um, well, it's cool. I mean, it's just another piece of, uh, of evidence, you know, that, you know, I mean, it's hard to tell. Um, it's not a crisp film, um, Mm -hmm. and the pictures aren't crisp, but, you know, what are you going to do? It's, uh, it's it's weird nonetheless.
1: Yeah. And you remember last year where they came out to say that they believed that, uh, if there was anything there, it would be a giant eel or
0: something. Right. Well, I don't know. I saw a. Um, they they did a uh, one about a shark. It's that's like a freshwater shark that they also thought it could be. Yeah. Or like a sturgeon. A lot of they, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Sturgeon. sturgeon, but who knows? I mean, that's so, but that's one yeah. of the. That's why we like the mysteries, you know. Yeah. Yeah. The first reported sighting of Nessie. Uh, Any idea when that happened? Golly, dude! I'm gonna go. I'm gonna say it was back. Fuck, man! I'd say I'm gonna go Middle Ages,
1: five sixty five A.D. Holy shit! Really? Yes, but the the Irish missionary uh, Saint uh, Columba uh, in the River Ness. Wow, we were seeing this uh, this creature. And, wow! Uh, if I believe, if I recall correctly, uh, he was you know. Ah, uh, there. This Irish missionary was there and trying, you know, spreading his uh, his beliefs, and uh, he saw this monster, you know, rise out of the the uh, the Ness River, I guess, and he rebuked it, mm. in you know, in the name of Jesus, go away or whatever, and uh, you know, and then it, you know, went away. So, which wow. is awesome, you know, good. That's good, good, good. Uh, Good propaganda
0: for for the Lord. Good publicity for Jesus, yeah. (laughs) Right, you know. Wow, man. No, I didn't realize. I I knew it was old. I didn't realize it was that old. Isn't that amazing? How these things, they keep sort of hanging around. So there's got to be something to it, even if it's an anomaly of some sort. You know, like if maybe there's a current or something that, you know creates these waves or something I don't know but it's it's captured the human imagination for over 1500 years that's impressive wow yeah that's yeah. cool that's really cool it makes you think about you know how we look at things in the the in the t- in the current times you know, like if you go back and you look at like Native American cave drawings of like, you know, these odd things that are in the sky, you know, and then you and then you fast forward to kind of where we are now. And, and now, you know, we, we have these depictions of these creatures and maybe a, a little bit more of an idea of what the craft is actually shaped like and those things. It's, it's just interesting stuff, man. And you see some depictions in some cultures of, like, angels and things like that. It makes you think that maybe what they saw, you know, maybe the Egyptians, you know, what they saw were, you know, craft that, uh, you know, they couldn't explain. Imagine having, having to try to put that down into words or art. Um,
1: well, a good example um, of, of this is a, an, a plausible example would be how uh, in in China ancient China there was the belief in dragons and they have all these right. dragons yeah um, depicted in the art and everything they were very real to them and it's possible and they this has been speculated in recent years um, that the origin of these uh, dragons, were skeletons of dinosaurs found in like the Gobi Desert and
0: places like that. Wow.
1: And so you would find these, um, you know, these super long, you know, like backbones and everything and the the heads and everything. And of course you would just say, well, you know what uh, something that, you know, dead looks like. And so they would kind of like, they put it into, they made it, you know, into the dragons. Right. And so, you know and that's a, an explanation sure. is it true
0: you know we right. don't
1: know 100% but right. that is a very plausible explanation well
0: and it's it, there's it's not even that big of a leap to make right, dinosaurs right. were some strange creatures man
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know and when you have things that are out of context that you yeah. don't know right you will do our the human brain wants to do certain things with them so it's like they found like another explanation or uh, um, a lot of like the ancient, uh, for like in the Mediterranean and particularly like, the Greek yeah. um, stories, the creatures from the Greek stories are thought to have also come from ancient fossilized bones. Um, where you know you have this head that's got this kind of right. gap in the in the center of the forehead that was from like a um, like I think some kind of a a uh, elephant or something like that, right? how uh, was I said alien could have been, but um, you know. So like you had this with the jaw and the you know this one eye socket area because we know what it, again the human skull we know what it looks like so we extrapolate you know well this good this big hole means they had one big eye right therefore this is the cyclops of right. legend right you know and then there's all these other weird kind of you know, structures of bone structures. So these are these other kind of creatures of legend, you know, where they could have been these prehistoric creatures, you know? Right. And again, that's a modern science applied to explain, you know, ancient legend and ancient lore. Sure. Could be right, but we don't know for sure. Sure.
0: Um, Well, if you're looking, if you at nighttime, you're looking into the heavens and you're seeing this majestic, because there's no light pollution way back in the day or not much light pollution and you're trying to put together the the your physical world with what you're seeing out there and then you've got you know especially you know peoples back then had such a a uh Everything was spiritual, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. There was a connotation for your actions and, you know, the gods and their feelings about your actions and how, you know, what you do, what you put out in your life will be either rewarded or you'll be, you know, um, cast out by the gods and all these things, man. It's like, it really, it, it. It's one of the things about the human story that is one of the more fascinating parts of us is that we have this we have this drive to understand where we came from and even if it means fabricating these ideas and these things um you can understand why they did that they didn't have the abilities you know now I I will say that I think that they had abilities that we don't we've kind of squelched over time also you know maybe maybe they were a little bit more connected to things than we are now you know in a modern society where we can just get in our cars or you know get in our house and turn on the air conditioner
1: um, I mean just you know, because technology doesn't necessarily equal intelligence I think we can look at that I think yeah. we can look at our modern Society and see that there's a lot of people who are yeah I mean people that are not as educated mm-hmm. because they just rely on technology right you know you don't have to know anything anymore you can just Google it that's right you know um,
0: and then you're at, something, you're kind of at the whim of the people that are telling you this stuff
1: exactly you know I saw a report how like like 38 or 48 percent of all uh, the uh, uh, zoomers these generation z your kids yeah the generation all that don't right. know anything can't name one single hol- uh, camp, holocaust camp concentration camp from the holocaust they don't know anything about it that's uh, very that's very bad it's you dangerous know? we need to know yeah about that because yep. we you know the, the old adage uh those who do not know history are doomed to report repeat it so
0: 100 yeah, percent. so yeah so hundred percent. And, not, yeah, so that, but that is one of those things that we enjoy talking about here. And, um, just, you know, I, um, history and how, how it, uh, has influenced, um, modern society and, and kind of now our take on, on where we're going and things with aliens and, um, it's just cool stuff, man. Really cool yeah. stuff.
1: Were you, were you trying to remember how we got off on this tangent?
0: I, I can't even. I'm not even gonna try, dude. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Good old Loch Ness, man.
0: Yeah, but old, old Nessie, absolutely.
1: So, all right, so I've got a. Uh, this is a. It's a. This is a funny, weird story um, that I can kind of, in a way, relate to. Uh, this is back from May. It's also from Reuters, and it is five-year-old stopped on U.S. Highway because he was wanted to go to California. To buy a Lamborghini. (laughs) So this is in Utah. That's great. A uh, Utah highway patrol officer thought he was pulling somebody over for being a suspected impaired driver. (laughs) And uh, as it turns out, the driver was not impaired. The driver was five.
0: Wow. Wow. (laughs) Wow. And How could he reach the pedals, man?
1: Yeah, exactly, dude. But like, um <clears throat> so he he saw the 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 car was driving slowly and it was kind of weaving <laughs> the left lane on Interstate 15 on the highway. Okay. And the trooper turned on his siren and uh the car the driver just neatly pulled over to the side of the road, knew exactly what to do. Wow. And so <laughs> Um he goes to the you know the check on the driver and it's this five year old kid wow. and uh yeah they the boy's not identified, but he's like, you know what he's like what are you doing and um he said he was um he decided to take the car to go to California and buy a Lamborghini wow and, uh, but he only <laughs> had he only had three dollars in his wallet <laughs>
0: <laughs> that is that's hilarious oh yeah. man god dang he's lucky that nothing bad happened man you know yeah. wow Extremely but deep. I mean Extremely isn't that how a kid thinks like I'm just gonna just get in the car I'll just go to California and buy a Lamborghini with three dollars yeah you know
1: yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. A- I mean and that's of course, <laughs> where you would Go to buy a Lambo, yeah, it's California, of course. right? Of you know, of course I mean, he had it right, it man. And it looks, so I'm looking at the footage here. Okay. Um, you can find it online. Okay, and um, yeah, this this kid is he's kind of uh not saying in his lane, that's for sure. But he's not <laughs> terrible, <laughs> and so he pulls over to the left shoulder. The cop gets out, opens the door, and it's like, you know, it's like, "Are you okay?" and uh the, yeah then he finds out the kid's age and like this is a uh he's dude it's not like he's driving like a little micro car or anything like that this is this is like an suv wow like an old like a medium-sized suv man that's really or maybe it's a minivan even but
0: uh that's impressive i'm trying to uh, pull it up here so i can see what's what it is here let's see
1: I can send you the link if you like.
0: I think you got it, or you? I think I got it. Yeah. Of course, you got the YouTube fifteen second freaking advertisement. Yeah. Okay.
1: So I don't think he was arrested. Um, I don't know what the follow up was. What it, uh, was you would imagine that somehow the parents might get in a little bit
0: of trouble? Wow. For, uh, Dude, he's know, going uh, fast he's going fast man yeah he's whoa he is all over the place oh and he pulled over into the left he pulled over yeah. to the median in the middle in the center wow
1: yeah yeah but still he pulled over. i know he, knew what he, was doing, so. he was
0: going fast man
1: yeah this kid
0: is wow obviously
1: very smart yeah um and observant because he's learned to you know, drive, and he's learned how to, you know, what to do when you see a flashing light. So I'm guessing that one of his parents has probably been. I mean, over dude, two or three he, times. Yeah,
0: I mean, and, he, he knows what the brakes are. I mean, wow, yep, that's impressive. He even used his blinker. Yeah, so that was. Uh, oh wait, no, okay, he okay. Yeah. This is the wrong one. That was the guy tailing him. I thought, oh, he used his blinker. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Man. that's wild. Hey. He's adventurous, man. You know, he's, uh, he's definitely, um, he's up for it, right?
1: Yes. Yes. Well, I'll tell you another story of adventure and this one doesn't have a, as happy of an ending, but, uh, this is from February and it is, uh, from Los Angeles. This is also from Reuters. Um, a lot of good stuff there on Reuters. Um, but the uh, Daredevil Mad Mike, quote-unquote, Hughes, um, dies in crash of homemade rocket in California. Uh, oh, this is not dude. the Mike Hughes that we knew in high school. This is a different guy. Is this the Flat Earth yeah, guy? This is indeed the Flat Earth guy. So oh, Mike Hughes was self-styled explorer, Daredevil, and um, Flat Earther. And uh, he... Was going to prove that the earth was flat. And so he constructed a uh, rocket and he took it out to the California desert. And um, it was a steam powered rocket. Okay. I don't know how well that would work, but I guess well, it didn't, unfortunately, for Mike. Um, but yeah, it's.
0: Um, I'm looking there was at a, it. Apparently. Me. I'm looking at it right now. Apparently there
1: was a science channel crew out there. They were going to record this and, you know, make a TV show about, you know, homemade rocketry, which honestly is probably not the best idea.
0: Probably uh, not.
1: This kind of, (laughs) you know, stuff because like, look, it takes a lot to, you know, launch a rocket, a lot of people to do that successfully and to bring it back down.
0: This just shows you, but, uh... So, might I ask, what exactly was he trying to prove? Like... Well,
1: he was, was trying to...
0: Was he trying to get high enough to see the Earth, or...?
1: Yeah, yeah. Basically, that's what he... The intent was for him to uh, launch so that he could see that there was no curvature, I guess. Okay. Um,
0: well, he, uh, I can He t- wanted to
1: prove... He was trying to prove the Earth was flat, and, um... Oh, he wanted to launch himself past the, uh, Carmen with, a, that's with the K line, the boundary between Earth's atmosphere and outer space. Um, so yeah, so he built this Good rocket. Oh God. Uh, he, uh, <laughs> gained fame in 2002 when he jumped a Lincoln Town Car, uh, stretch limousine, 103 feet on a speedway in California. And he set uh, the Guinness record for the world's wow. longest limousine ramp jump.
0: Well, I mean, I guess that would uh, maybe get your juices going to build a rocket. I don't know. But it's like uh, I, I like David Blaine, he just did the balloons. Did you see that? His balloon feet.
1: Man, I stopped paying attention to that guy years
0: ago. Okay, so he took, uh, he (laughs) took, it's pretty cool, man. He took a bunch of uh, helium-filled balloons, Mm -hmm. and he uh, went up to 20,000 feet, 25,000 feet, and then, of course, let go and parachuted down. But to do that, he had a humongous crew of people, dude, helping him out. Right. <laughs> I right. and spent an ungodly amount of money, I'm sure, to make sure that everything went right. So yeah. the fact that this dude here thinks that he's going to build a rocket, you know, and uh God rest his soul. Um, he should have just bought a freaking airline ticket overseas, dude. You know? Get well, get up know, to thirty thousand feet and take a yeah. look.
1: Well, you know, that's I mean, that's applying logic, a certain logic, we'll say at least. Yeah, um,
0: well.
1: yeah. I don't, you know, don't necessarily want to speak ill of the dead, but of course, he was trying to prove the earth was flat.
0: So, I mean, there's a matter so there of time, right? I mean, but um, it's,
1: so yeah. So, like, he, yeah, he, he, um, he constructed the steam rock, steam powered rocket on his own. He made it himself. I'm sure he had people out there to you know as a crew or whatever but it wasn't like a sophisticated crew you know
0: yeah i'm sure um i'm I'm looking at it right now the uh i mean his his launching pad is literally it looks like it's the back of like an ice cream truck or (laughs) some sort of small truck um that he's got this thing strapped to man and he goes up i think they said 18,000, 1,875 feet and mm-hmm. just the engine gives out on him. Yeah.
1: Well, uh, according to this, um, the, uh, the, so they think they believe that he was knocked unconscious during takeoff. Um, and then according to a, uh, someone who was there, um, a freelance journalist who was there filming Justin Chapman. Um, the parachute ripped off at, at launch. Uh, so the rocket went straight up in an arc and then came straight down.
0: Right. I'm so, seeing, yeah, there was no, I, I see the parachute. So. Um, it's hard to tell cause it's so far away. Um, yep. But yeah, I mean, and then, you know, you know you got people like this trying to do this kind of stuff and it's like you know i think you sh- you start playing with uh with your life and un- unfortunately this guy didn't see the ramifications of trying to do what he was doing man so um yeah sad 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 yeah. Yep. So he went well, you know, and he was
1: a daredevil. So this is the kind of it. I'm sure that this would be the ending that he would want, although uh, not exactly because he had he, um, you know, were he conscious enough to see that uh, the, you know, if he, the the curvature of the earth and had he survived, he would have known that he was wrong. Um, Now,
0: see, now maybe I'm looking at a different piece of footage, man, but he's awake. When they get him out. You must be because he was. Okay. I think I must be looking. I think this must have been his earlier flight. Possibly. Yeah. Yeah. I bet it was. Wow, man. That's crazy. I, uh, I mean, as much as I'd love to, I, one of my dreams is to be, um, to go into outer space. Um, and I've actually thought about there for a while. You could. There was somebody talking about how you'd be able to cremate your ashes and they would send you up in a rocket ship or something like that. Mm-hmm. I would like to do that, I think. Mm-hmm. A, a part of me, you know.
1: You can also get sent up in a balloon. Is that right? Yeah. You can get sent up in a balloon. I don't know how. I mean, huh? and like released into the atmosphere, I right. guess.
0: Right. Oh, wow. That'd be badass, dude. So. Right. Cool, man. That's great. I mean, not for him. <laughs> not for him th- so much, yeah. but uh, you know, for us cuz Yeah, us not for him content. doesn't really <laughs> give much,
1: much credential to the uh, flat earthers. Um Right. You know, I, maybe they think that it's a conspiracy that uh he, you know, to he was knocked down by some, you know, science gun. Right. And right. not faulty engineering on his part. Right. Um for yeah. being a daredevil and not a rocket scientist. Yeah. Um, Steam power does not seem like a no 2020 solution to ra- launching a rocket, no. you know? No, um, it, it It seems it does not, like sir. it was a maybe 1820 solution to ra- launching a <laughs> right, rocket. Right,
0: yeah. But, um, I was going to say, yeah, Stanley you Schumer, know, I could be wrong. Yeah. Right. I,
1: I, I could be wrong. Yeah. You know, I mean, Steam can make a lot of power and it can push, but, you know, I just don't see how, you know, I guess it's... Than rocket fuel in right. a rocket engine and you know something that's like that but
0: oh. yeah well what gets what, what gets me too R- is R.I.P.
1: Like, Matt Mike
0: right he didn't even have a real suit on to get up in there you know that's what's that's what's weird but anyway yeah clearly not well thought through
1: hi this is Danielle and Gina from Most Excellent the podcast To get your fix of all things true crime, paranormal, strange and
0: peculiar, check out our comedy podcast available on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher or wherever podcasts can be found. And remember to be most excellent.
1: soon so just keep your eyes out for that and if you decide to get one of our shirts tag yourself on instagram to ours or facebook show your love show us what you got let's see your true colors
0: so i've got this um here's a an article from east idaho
1: okay
0: and the uh The title is First UFOs, Now Bigfoot. Idaho is among the top states for more paranormal sightings. And um, I guess in July, Idaho was named the top spot in the United States for sightings of unidentified flying objects. But it turns out UFOs aren't the only paranormal entity being spotted. According to the analysis... Idaho is one of the top places for Bigfoot sightings in the country, which I could see that. I mean, Mm -hmm. Idaho is pretty back country, you know, part of the, part of the country. It's, It's, it's beautiful. Uh, lots of woods, lots of mountains. Um, it says that, uh, last month, um, UFO sightings, um, they determined if a uh, satellite internet equipment was being mistaken for UFOs. And it says it frequently is. Um, But now there seems to be a lot of Sasquatch sightings and there's actually a couple of pictures here or at least one at the top, which is interesting, man. There's this thing kind of looks like it's walking behind a tree Um, like you're looking at one of the legs as it's like lifted up, like walking behind a tree. It's really kind of interesting. I could see that. I mean, you know, here in Oklahoma, man, we have a lot of sightings, especially in southeastern Oklahoma, tons of sightings because that's really wooded mountainous terrain. Um, let's see here. says that uh, in North Idaho, Bonnard County appears to be the state's uh, Sasquatch hotspot. Eighteen of Idaho's 93 sightings were reported there, including one from February of 2020, which uh, a logger uh, hears a, a long roaring howls on the same property. Large tracks had been discovered. Hmm. Um Valley County has thirteen of the state's reports, including one from November of 2018 on Tamarack Resort property. Um, that's pretty cool, man. That is cool, man.
1: It makes sense. That's like you said. That's a a logical area that you know. Yeah. To find. Yeah. Uh, you know. Yeah. Bigfoot, Yeti, Sasquatch type creatures. Yeah.
0: A lot know? of a lot of wide open not wide open, but open country, you know, just miles and miles of foliage and trees and mountains.
1: Okay. So here is a story from July, 2020 out of Chicago, uh, from the O'Hare airport area. And, uh, there was a report from a, uh, employee, who works? Who's uh, who's been part of the uh, air traffic control team? <clears throat> Excuse me. And uh, they had um, uh, this. Well, here's the report. This is part of their report, at least. Uh, and we got. I got this from UFO Clearinghouse dot um, I was working late evening at Tracon, and which I'm sure that's uh, some kind of air traffic control thing. Oh, that's probably what it is, traffic control. I don't know.
0: Mm-hmm. I was
1: working late one evening at Trek on and I had just walked away for one of our mandatory breaks. Uh, these breaks help us rejuvenate and also help uh, break up the monotony of what could be an otherwise tedious routine and help prevent us from falling asleep. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, during these breaks, I usually go for a walk to uh, to help clear my head and a change of scenery. I was walking around one of the terminal buildings when I noticed some movement out of the corner of my eye. And for some unknown reason, I stopped and turned in the direction of the movement and noticed a large black shape coming to a rest on the ground near a light pole. This thing was six, seven feet tall and jet black. It looked like a very big bat, but was also very human-like in appearance.
0: Hmm.
1: I noticed that it was—it uh, sported a very large and impressive set of black membranous I think that's <laughs> membranous wings that also looked like the wings of a bat. Hmm. They were open to their full length and must have been at least 12 feet tip to tip. The wow. arms on this thing were very long, very skinny, and ended in long talons. The legs on the being were comparable with the arms, so long and skinny. But I also, but, but I was unable. Sorry, but I was unable to really look at the feet to see what they were shaped like, if they were shaped similar to the hands. Uh, I stood there and saw this thing for about 30 seconds as it seemingly looked around on the ground. In In the time I was looking, no fewer than two others had come down the sidewalk and also saw it. Okay, If it looked up, it would have clearly seen us all staring in bewilderment at it. It kept its head down, looking at the ground until an approaching service vehicle seemingly startled it, and it looked up. That is where I saw that its head was short and squat, but had a pair of piercing red eyes. Hmm. It looked in the direction of the approaching vehicle and began to flap its wings and took off in the air. It disappeared over a building in in the span of two or three seconds and was gone out of sight.
0: Damn. Yeah. I didn't hear that one. Huh. Yeah,
1: that was was a new one of me, too, man. Interesting. You know, I mean, like, there have been just tons of sightings of, you know, of this type of creature. Yeah. That they're calling him Mothman, right? Um, but there's been tons of sightings of this type of creature there at O'Hare and in the O'Hare area.
0: Really, is, this
1: winged humanoid? Yeah, that's and wild.
0: That
1: just, over the past several years. Yeah,
0: that's what I thought at first when you said that. When we talk about it, Mothman. Mm-hmm. That's what mm-hmm. I, that's what my mind went to. That's wild. Well, I mean, you know, there. It's such a high trafficked area that, that around there. Mm -hmm. So many flights are coming in and out. I'm sure that they pick up just a ton of interference on their radar. Birds and no telling, you know, other, other aircraft. And so in one way, I think it may be sort of easy, maybe for something like that to get to that spot. Undetected, Because yeah. so, some people would say, well, how would that happen? How would they do that undetected? Well, I mean, if you have that much traffic going on, mm-hmm. you know, there's certain things that you would sort of just overlook and, and take for, you know, just say, okay, well, that's not an airplane. So we're not right. going to pay because those guys are, especially those air traffic controllers, man, there's, that is one of the highest uh, um, um, stress stress jobs that you can have. Right. There's yeah. so much going on, and it's a constant—all You're all you're doing is, is playing a game of timing the entire, mm-hmm. you know, your entire shift. You're just putting the pieces of a puzzle together on the fly for, you know, however many four to eight hours or however long that they work at a time. Yeah. Um, so you're super stressed out, and then you've got other stuff that you're trying to, to you know— pay attention to and make sure that you're totally alert. So if that's what this guy does, um, I would imagine he's a pretty sharp, or she is a pretty sharp individual. And um, Mm -hmm. so that maybe adds a little bit of credence to the story. It's interesting, man. That's pretty cool. Pretty cool.
1: Yeah. And I wonder, you know, you were saying how they probably, you know, they're trained to know what is what they're seeing on the radar. Mm-hmm. Um I wonder if it's possible that whatever this thing is flies under um like under the radar, literally. Right. right. You know, yeah. underneath the where where it, you know, scopes out. Mm-hmm. Um or if it's maybe it flies at a rate that is not detected on the radar. Maybe the radar um mm-hmm. Only detects things that move at a certain rate.
0: True. You know? Right.
1: Um, So that way it could rule out, you know, stuff like, uh, uh, you know, bats or birds or kites or whatever. Yeah, yeah.
0: All the the garbage. Yeah. Yeah. That's a cool story. I have never heard that. That is. Yeah. We were in the middle of COVID, I guess.
1: Okay. This is another Mothman story from O'Hare Airport.
0: Oh, really? Um, yeah, yeah. September, huh? Okay.
1: Yeah, September of uh, this year, um, and this was reported by a um, 15-year veteran of the uh, USPS, and um, this is what they they saw. This is what they okay uh, told. Um, also, apparently, this was also comes from a UFO clearinghouse. We're going to have to uh, give them a shout out. I think I, I followed them on uh, uh, Twitter, okay. And I think they just—they're like an aggregate news kind of thing. Okay. So small, but they collect a lot of you know all these these type stories. So, um, so the witness said, I had just left work at the USPS sorting facility at O'Hare Airport at about eleven p.m on Thursday, the 24th of September, and was walking out to my car when I saw something standing at the far end of the parking lot, where I usually park. At first, I thought it was a very tall person with a long coat. As I got closer to my car, I unlocked my car, which caused the headlights to flash to come on. The headlights hit the person standing about 20 to 25 feet from my car, causing it to turn and look right at me. I saw that this was not some person, but some red-eyed creature. And what ha- what appeared to be a coat was actually wings, which it spread as it turned to look at me. Wow. At fir- <laughs> yeah. At first I thought it was some kind of very, very large bird, but I've never seen any bird that stood almost seven feet tall. I'm 5'4", and this thing looked taller than me by at least two feet. Wow. This thing then started making some type of chirping sound, almost half a chirp and half a click, like someone was clicking their tongue, but much faster. Hmm. It then made some type of screeching sound and took off running toward me. Oh, man. Holy
0: shit. (laughs) It got...
1: (laughs) It got to within 10 feet of me and took off in the air and flew above me. Wow. Uh, That would be super scary, dude. Uh, I was screaming hysterically, understandably. I was screaming hysterically as I crouched down behind the cars, opened the door, and dived into my car headfirst. I was in a near panic as I tried to start the car, close and lock the doors, and turn on my interior lights. I started my car and took off out of the parking lot and flew down the road till I hit the main road. I got home and told my husband, who always, who also works at the same facility, and was the one who told me about the sightings things. Oh, she had heard about it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I was scared shitless and hope I never see this thing again. This thing is roaming around the area, scaring people half to death.
0: Wow, man. Yeah. Damn. Now that's an interaction. Yeah. The other one was kind of just sort of like, you know, just observing it, you know, until it took off. But that's like, that's some scary shit. That's wild. This is the first time I'm hearing of this.
1: Yeah. I think I had heard this one before. Um, I think I'd heard about this one or something similar. But like I said, they've had a lot of those. Yeah. Yeah. you know, Wayne creature slash Mothman sightings there in in the O'Hara area, man.
0: That's crazy. We'll have to keep a keep a tab on that. See, kind of yeah. how that develops. That's that's cool. Really cool stuff. Say, Barry. Yeah. What's the weirdest job you've ever had? Yeah. That's a good question. It would either have to be the time that I worked at a cattle feed lot. Or the time that I worked for a Greek painter. (laughs) Were you his model? Uh, not quite. We know, it's
1: funny because one of my weirdest jobs was being a model in art school. But it was portraits, not full body nude. The reason I'm asking is because those jobs may be kind of normal, but we know people are out there that have weirder jobs than that. Maybe you're a mortician. Maybe you're a scientist trying to bring back the dinosaurs or the woolly mammoth. That'd be cool. That would be really cool. If you guys out there have weird jobs, unusual jobs, crime scene photographer, maybe you worked at an adult educational film set, if you know what I mean. Just something that's unusual, out of the ordinary, and, you know, a little bit weird. Hey, those are cool stories, too. We'd love to hear those. So give us a call or an email or whatever. You know how to get a hold of this. Be part of the community of Weirdsville. Here's another one from Huff Post. This is from October. We have discussed this story a little bit. We spoke at it uh, more at length on our Patreon uh, episode that will be out soon. The uh, Celebrity UFOs. But this is uh, from October of this year when Miley Cyrus says she was either chased down by a UFO or had too much weed wax. Right. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so this kind of, again, this is another one that kind of uh, hit the uh, Internet. And um, there were, you know, uh, Miley Cyrus, you know, of course, everybody knows Miley Cyrus. You may know her from uh, as Hannah Montana from the Disney Channel or as Miley Cyrus, Billy Ray Cyrus's daughter, or as Miley Cyrus, the kind of uh, wild and uh, rebellious yes. um, pop star yeah, um, who toured with uh, the Flaming Lips as their backing band, Dead Pets, I think is what they were called. And uh-huh. my buddy Dan Deacon, of course. And uh, really, you know, I mean, she's trying to cut her own path and, you know, try to be her own person away from... The um, the Disney character that she portrayed right. in her youth, but yep. uh, so yeah, so she came out in an interview and said that she had a close encounter um, with her and a friend after they were chased down by a UFO while they're traveling through Southern California. Um, she said she's pretty sure. That's what she saw, but they also had, uh, bought some weed wax from a guy in a van in front of a taco shop. <laughs> um, so yeah, but, uh, so yeah, so that's, you know, her own rationale of it, but she described it as a flying snow plow. That's yeah. the best way she said she could describe it. Uh, it had this big plow on the front of it and was glowing yellow. It's interesting. So, uh, that's yeah, she an. She in- stopped flying, and her friends ought to.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's just an interesting shape. Again, I don't think yeah. I've ever seen yeah. that. But uh, I, uh, now looking back, trying to think about like some sci-fi movies I've seen, you you know, there's been some spaceships that have kind of had that look, I guess, a little bit. But usually the sightings are more the traditional UFO circular, you know.
1: But that's the thing, though, is that <clears throat> there's a huge variety of. Yeah. Craft
0: that have been seen—that's true, you know, right?
1: Um, and she says she saw the occupant of the cr- of the craft, something that was piloting right. it, and they like made eye contact, they right. locked eyes, and right? So that was the thing. So, um, but you know, I mean, like you can go back in the you know 1800s. There was all these f- things that were described as flying cigars
0: in the mm-hmm.
1: in the West, right? Um, and the people would describe seeing these flying machines in the yeah. that cigars, you know, cigar shaped. And of course, you know, they could have been zeppelins, but you know, they might have, you know, not maybe an earthly origin. Of course, you know, the, the the flying disc has become a very popular shape, right. discernible shape, uh, since you know the 1950s or uh, when the pilots described it, and he wasn't even describing the actual vehicle that he saw, the vehicles that he saw, Um, but he said it was flying across, um, flying like a saucer that was skipped across a lake top. So I guess instead of skipping stones, they would skip saucers, you know? Yeah, right. Yeah. I guess like a Frisbee or something yeah. like that. Yeah. So that's where that flying saucer came from. And that's where, but you know, that's all yeah. of a sudden, bam, there's this huge thing. So, yeah. but also, it, you know, I mean, it's as far as if you're flying without worrying about atmosphere right. and the effect of atmosphere and wind and all that stuff, you, you can propel more than just forward Yeah. Um, in a controlled manner. Right then a flying ship a disc would be a really good, as good a shape as anything.
0: Yeah. Oh, definitely. You
1: know, it makes sense to me.
0: Yeah. You go in any direction. hmm um, Well, I mean, it's definitely a cool story regardless. And just yeah. imagine if you were on that weed wax and you actually are seeing something like that. I mean, that would be a mind blower. I mean, yeah. uh, this, the combination of the two would be a mind blower. So, yeah, yeah again uh uh-huh. oh. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, go ahead.
1: Okay. Uh, uh, Miley said that, um, you know, she's like, what she saw was real. Um, and that a couple other car- cars witnessed it too. And she said, quote, I was shaken for like five days. Um, it fucked me up. I couldn't really look at the sky the same. I thought they might come back. Wow. And that was a quote from her. So should I try and do that? Uh, in a the in a Miley Cyrus
0: voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sing it to us if you can.
1: I uh, I can't sing it, but
0: oh, okay, uh, okay.
1: Um, this is this is my best Miley Cyrus. So. Okay. I was shook for like five days. It fucked me up. <laughs> I couldn't I couldn't really look at the sky the same. I thought they might come back.
0: <laughs> That's fucking spot on, man. Spot on,
1: dude. Yeah, I used to. Yeah, sorry, uh, Miley, if you're listening and that offend you, I, I, you know, tried not to do too terrible. Oh, it was
0: beautiful. It was beautiful, man. What do they say? Um, Imitation is the highest form of flattery.
1: Most sincere, yes. Sincerity. Um, Also, um, former. Disney star Demi Lovato Mm -hmm. has uh, apparently she has gotten really big into uh, the teachings of Dr. Stephen Greer.
0: Okay, and
1: uh, that she's into it and she's out there proclaiming it and saying, you know, you know. uh, I guess this is from a tweet that she made. Okay, Um, it's like quote. Over the past five several months, let me start again. <clears throat> <laughs> Over the past couple of months, I have dug, up, dug deep into the science of consciousness and experienced not only peace and serenity like I've never known, but I also have witnessed the most incredibly profound sightings both in the sky. As well as feet away from me.
0: Uh, <laughs> oh man! Oh, Demi.
1: I yeah. I I don't really. Um... Oh, she encourages her millions of followers, followers, followers. That sounded so
0: yeah, yeah. So
1: much like my my grandma, Lodema. Followers, <laughs> uh, <laughs> millions of her followers followers to quote. Meditate and make contact in quote with aliens that, so that the governments would be forced to quote acknowledge the truth about extraterrestrial life amongst us or among us. In quote, so yeah, I mean I'm on board with that for the most part, and um, I also have to apologize. I really don't know how Demi Lovato sounds. I think that's pretty close. Um, That's pretty close, but uh, it could be. It so so well, yeah
0: yeah well hey um she's taking a she's taking a stab at it so
1: yeah she's taking a stand you, you know, know both of mean? them yeah and they're both they're both young yeah stars millennials yep. yep they are both uh very popular very and uh you know like uh, very influential that stuff very influential yep, yep. um. So yeah, and uh, one last thing um, from uh, TMZ. okay and this is from uh, just just came out today, but uh, okay. Hollywood megastar internationally known icon and uh, hunk of a man, I'm told. No, he's a hunky guy. Okay. And um, uh, not a great Batman, but um, actually he's a decent Batman. He's not a good Bruce Wayne. Anyway, George Clooney.
0: Oh, Clooney. Okay, Clooney. Wow.
1: Has stated on the record, he has been cutting his own hair for years.
0: Wow. Using a bee. Wow, man. That (laughs) dude, Floby stock just went through the roof, dude. Are you serious? (laughs) That's fantastic. My dad will be so happy to hear this, man.
1: Yeah, your dad was a. Your dad is
0: great, man. Wow. That just goes to show you, man. You know, you don't know where somebody is getting their due done at. You know what I mean? I mean. A hot guy like that using a Floby, Oh, man.
1: Yeah, and that, it was only four easy payments of nine ninety is that? so
0: great. He That's got his money's worth. Dude. dude, think about all the $25 haircuts that you saved.
1: Dude, dude, dude. This is George Clooney we're talking about. George Clooney doesn't even pay $25 to get no, those right.
0: hairs. You're treated. right. You're you right. You had a zero at least you're you
1: know, right. $300 haircuts.
0: True. That's very you know? true, but yeah. no,
1: he is actually not. He is using. He's getting the Flo- a free
0: haircut, dude. And, he's getting uh, a free dude, haircut.
1: Yeah, you know, that's a smart and uh, wise, wise God. investment on his
0: beautiful. Wolf. I
1: hope that's true because you know he has pretty much. When you don't see him yeah. like in in character or
0: whatever, yeah, he's pretty much had that same kind of haircut for years. He's got it's got and now that you say it, it's got that Floby kind of a feel to it. You but know,
1: he's so, so a super handsome
0: man. Oh, he's he's that's beautiful. Be cut. Oh,
1: yeah. Um, and, you know, this could be say, said the same about Kurt, about your dad, That's you know? true. That's true. Such, if you you if you are super handsome, yeah, you can well, totally get a cut. That's true. Doesn't man. matter. Doesn't matter.
0: Wow, that's that really does blow my mind in the best way. <laughs> <laughs> well, we learned something here now today, folks. George Clooney is so, at the hands of the Floby Master.
1: Beautiful thing. So there's hope for everybody, I guess. <laughs> I don't know.
0: <laughs> uh, awesome. Hey,
1: everybody, you're listening to the Watch Your Weird Story podcast. You probably knew that already because you're listening or downloaded the episode off of your iTunes or your Spotify or whatever place you get your podcast from. We want to thank you for listening. We also want to remind you to like us, follow us, subscribe to us, make sure that you get your new podcast episode every week. We'd also like to ask you to rate and review so that we can grow our audience. We can have more friends. We can have more stories. So thanks for listening to What's Your Weird Story.
0: Just the beginning, I mean, we've got a whole other podcast with more weird stories, but this is a good start. And twenty twenty was just a weird year, even if you take all of the other stuff that went along with it. You know, yeah, you know, the ghost stories, uh the ufo sightings the you know all the weirdness that we got um you know and, and i think one of the weirder stories uh you know is the the japanese robo wolf uh, scarecrow thing yeah man. i mean that yeah i leave it to the japanese to come up with an inventive way <laughs> uh to scare creatures you know
1: yeah we'll have to post some uh Images of that on the uh, Instagram and the social media stuff, you know, because those are really cool, weird looking things. Um, yeah, and also, well, you know, but also in Japan, you know, what about that? What about that weird UFO thing? You yeah, know, the, one that kind of balloony and kind of.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it is odd, and we've there's quite there's been even more around the world that were reported that kind of have a similar um, thing. So. Mm-hmm. It doesn't surprise me. Um, yep, and cool, and it's it's a cool story, you know. Yeah, yeah. And then of course in yeah. France we got the horse mutilations, which is you know odd, yeah, to, to th- say the least.
1: Yeah, that's and it's you know because like again we've heard lots of stories about that happening here in the American Southwest. Um, for decades, you know, out on big ranches and stuff with cattle mutilations, yeah. you know, and of course, again, the, um, the, the, you know, associating those with some kind of satanic ritual, you know, mm-hmm. um, but also the weird thing to me about it was, you know, some kind of like TikTok challenge or something like that, which would be really bizarre, but I would yeah. think that. If it was on somebody was doing that on social media, mutilating animals, yeah, um, or you know, they would be able to find them rather quickly. Yeah, you know, you'd think uh, you would, yeah, you would think, uh, but yeah, man. And then of course, we got uh, more alien stuff with the you know Miley Cyrus telling her alien stories, yeah, and, and Demi Lovato, and a lot of uh, you know, I mean, obviously a lot of. UFO and alien stories this year, but uh, some of the, you know, more famous people, you know, throwing their hat in beyond Tom DeLonge and saying, Hey, I've seen, I've seen, I've seen things.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, and, and since we did that uh, story, you know, I had mentioned in the story that I thought it was weird that it was her, her explanation of what she saw. It looked like, like a plow. Mm -hmm. And since then, there has been pictures that came out that were released about the odd UFO that they, or UAP that they saw that was hovering 35,000 feet or so that has a weird shape to it. To me, it looks almost like a bat, but could be, if it were pointed in the right direction, could look like a plow. Mm. And so uh, that was interesting. I was like, wow, well, maybe, you know, maybe... Because I'd never heard or seen of anything that looked like that being, um, you know, being expressed in any of the stories. It is it is an interesting looking uh, piece of technology, whatever it is. So um, Mm -hmm. interesting, though, really interesting.
1: And of course, we got some classic Mothman stories there from uh, the Chicagoland area.
0: Yeah, which was news um, to me. I didn't really, I didn't pay any attention to that. So that was that was cool to to, to get into.
1: Well, I think you know um, they kind of flew under the radar.
0: hmm intended there. As with most um, of these stories.
1: Yeah, for real. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, there had been I had heard stories before about something being. You know, in the past years to about this winged creature being seen near the Chicago, uh, I think it was O'Hare Airport. And, of course, we got the two, two, these two stories here from this year, man. And, you know, it's just, it's wild stuff, you know. I mean, if it's the same creature as the Mothman, I mean, the Mothman, at least from, you know, the original one in Point Pleasant, was often... Um, described as a you know a harbinger of uh, bad things, of yeah. course, with the, the 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 bridge that collapsed there just months after the original popped up. But you know we haven't seen that I know of anything that's happened there around uh, a big tragedy there and um, yeah, like of similar nature there uh, near the airport. So hopefully that won't happen i hope that was coincidental the first time but you know, yeah definitely. let's hope for the best on that so definitely all kinds
0: of great stuff man yeah and uh but
1: obviously the biggest and uh most shocking story of this section of the podcast of uh, this episode for the news roundup is the revelation of uh of the one Mr. George Clooney. That's right. That was a slow bee. That's exactly <laughs> right. That's exactly.
0: My dad will be so happy to hear that one of the most handsome men in this country cuts his hair with a flow bee. <laughs>
1: That's awesome,
0: man. That's great, man. You yeah.
1: really probably couldn't get a better endorsement for that. <laughs> I'm and, sure their, uh,
0: their sales have gone through the roof. Yeah.
1: If not, you know they they <laughs> definitely need to market that. You know, have him. Yeah. You know, up there. You know, but that's uh, absolutely that's, man. It's funny, and if we're you know, even if it's a, a joke story, yeah, you know, maybe he was joking about. Still hilarious. That's great. Funny.
0: It's great. It's great.
1: Nice, nice thing to lighten it up. So there absolutely. End,
0: so. Well, I hope everyone has a great new year, and I hope uh, everyone has a great year to come. A new year that we can start from scratch and. It'll be better for everyone.
1: Yeah, yeah. So be safe out there when you're doing your New Year's celebrations. And, uh, you know, as we always want you to be safe and be weird. And it'll be an interesting New Year's Eve as well because, you know – it's not going to have. we're not going to have the mass gatherings and parties and yep. if, you know and if you do go to a party man be just be safe you know yeah. try do your best to social distance you know yeah
0: you careful. know be careful.
1: all we can say is you know uh we love you Weirdsville we um we we really appreciate the support that we get from you guys our little community is very amazing and that you keep Showing up and listening to us and our guests um, tell these amazing stories and hearing us babble on and um, make you know some jokes and wisecracks and and ask the questions that we hope that you th- you would ask but you know yeah. Um, but you know that you've doing this podcast certainly has been you know one of the main important things for me keeping normalcy this year. Yeah, and one of the highlights of this year is the amazing stories yep. that we've heard, amazing guests that we've had um, from people like Dave and and you know, but also from old friends and uh, all our new friends. That's right. And um, you know, and we just really want to you know again take the time to thank you all for listening and um, for supporting and for sharing your stories and sharing the podcast. And, you know, that's the one, one thing that we, you know, we'd like to ask, uh, you know, as a new year's resolution for you to share the podcast with, you know, maybe, maybe just, you know, two or three people each month. That's you right. Know? I mean, if we can get us to grow just a little bit at a time with all the little, with all the numbers, you know, that we've got and, uh, you know, that would would be great. You know, and just bring, that means the more people listening means the more people that are going to come and join us and share their stories. And, um, and it's just, that's what it's all about. So that's
0: right. That's um, right. Yeah. Come on and uh, share, share your stories. If you can, we'd love to have you on. You guys are what make this thing so great. And you've given us so much great, uh, stuff, you know, over the, over the past couple of years, you've given us great content to, to get into and um, just, we look forward to another year of of conquering and uh, having fun with with one another and enjoying our time together.
1: Yeah, it's so, all right, everybody. Thanks again. And 2020, don't let the door hit you in the ass on the way
0: out. <laughs> Sayonara. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Happy New Years, everybody. <laughs> Happy New Years. Uh, we will see you in 2021. It's going to be better. It's got to be. And uh until then, till next time, until next year, be safe.
0: Be weird. As always, if you have a weird story, we want to hear it. If you have a lot of them, we want to hear them all. We can't do this podcast without your invaluable contributions, whether it's sharing your stories,
1: listening, rating, and spreading the, the word about the podcast. podcast. Thanks for listening. Until next time. Be safe.